Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Chad Sowash, accompanied by my guest host, Lauren Sharp. Hello, everybody. Which means this is going to have an Aussie flair to it, kids. But let's not get ahead of ourselves because we're talking today about the evil empire, aka Indeed, who's doubling down on shitty user experience, career builder playing the drunken college kid, and Google, Facebook, and TikTok are getting governmentally screwed from all angles. We're a few stubby short of a six pack, so wrap your laughing gear around that. And I have no <laughs> clue what the fuck any of that means. You're welcome, Australia. Stay tuned. Sovereign is known for providing the world's best and most accurate parsing products. And now, based on that technology, comes Sovereign's artificial intelligence matching and scoring software. In fractions of a second, receive match results that provide candidates scored by fit to job, and just as importantly, the job's fit to the candidate. Make faster and better placements. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. Okay, so I have no clue, Lauren, what any of that actually means. Few stubby short of a six-pack. I'm thinking it means that I'm stupid. Is that right? Pretty much. You got it right. And wrap your laughing gear around that. What does that mean? That usually means eat something. Like if you're going to oh, eat really? a pie or something like that. So wrap your laughing gear around that. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so what mm. are what are some of your favorite Australian saying slang that we don't really get here in the US. Well, actually, one of my favorite terms, and I use it quite a lot, is wanker. Uh, it's more <laughs> British than anything, but then again, Australia is very British uh, in a lot of respects and being yeah. part of the empire. But uh, yeah, you're a wanker. Pretty much that's my favorite. It sums everything up. You just look at someone, you get that eye roll, you sort of get that little bit of a sneer and you go, you're such a wanker. Yes. So do you guys do you guys use douchebag? Because I think no. that's very similar. Yeah, but no, that's very American. <laughs> 
Okay. So Lauren Sharp, for those of you who have been in the corner in the fetal position for, for, for a year or so, who are you? Who's Lauren Sharp? What is this TARPOD thing we keep hearing about? Well, TARPOD, a talent acquisition pod, is uh, the brainchild of Craig and myself. Uh, Australia had no local content when it came to talent acquisition. There were a few podcasts around about HR and agency recruitment, but nothing really catering for in-house that was specific. So we were listening to a lot of stuff out of Europe and the US, mostly you guys out of the US. And oh, so sweet. <laughs> You've got a following down here, believe me. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so we started it up a year ago this month. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. So for those who don't know, we're actually doing a, a, a radical crossover. And what that means is we were lucky enough to get Lauren onto Chad and Cheese, and we were even more lucky to get Joel's ass out of here for a minute. And he is joining Craig on Top Pod. When, when is your podcast actually going to drop? Do you know? Next Monday. We drop it every Monday morning, Australian time, which will be Sunday evening, your time. So that'll be dropped Monday morning. And yeah, so basically we've done the podcast version of Keys in the Bowl. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and let's jump into shout out. Guests first. Who's your, who's your shout out to? My pod husband, we're in lockdown, so I won't see him now for at least six weeks. Wow. Yeah, Australia, we're in Victoria, so we've gone down to a stage four lockdown where we can't leave our houses uh, without basically having a little permission slip. <laughs> Which is where we should have been a long time ago. Oh, yeah, you guys are screwed. <laughs> really screwed (laughs) but we'll talk about that a bit later on so yeah my shout out is to my pod husband who i will miss for the next six weeks well excellent well i'm going to start out with uh laura rendell who is clorox's newest ceo that's 38 ceos kids in the fortune 500 i'm giving her a big applause but uh we're we're gonna give the uh the fortune 500 a uh, a big one of these uh oh, less than 10 percent definitely less than 10 percent of fortune 500 ceos are female lauren why the fuck is that the case it makes no sense to me well, we'd certainly have a lot of qualified women out there to do the roles. That's not an issue. Yeah. It's, no. We just need to get them to apply for the roles. I think some of it is that mummy issue that has been discussed over and over again about when we take time off work. It is getting better, but it's still not where it needs to be. We right. have a lack of parity on wages. That's another one. Why yes. would we put our hand up for that role if we're going to get less just because we're female? Yeah. Why go through the stress? It, yes. I mean, ju- the, the parity overall, right? And, and I think that's that's something that we talk about a lot here on the podcast. Uh, I also talked to, shout out to Rena Gupta, who is the CEO of Mom Relaunch. Had a great discussion with her this week and hopefully we'll get her on the podcast mm-hmm. for an interview. But she has an organization that is focused specifically Specifically on, like you, you were talking about the mommy tracking. Mm. When you go off to have a kid, again, we don't we don't live to work, right? That's, that's exactly that's right. Not what we do. We have lives, right? So her uh, company, Mom Relaunch, focuses on again ejecting those females back into corporate life. So looking forward to uh, to c- connecting, hopefully, with her sometime soon. That sounds like a good one. I might have to listen to that one. I, I hope you listen to all of them. What are you kidding? <laughs> Big shout out to Roy Etnire. This guy's a masochist, guys. He's celebrating his 
15th year at Monster. Can you believe that? 15 years, great time. 15 years, now get your ass back out there and sell something. Uh, (laughs) last, Last for me, Kylie Frank from Milwaukee and Peter Shelley over at Glassdoor in London. Thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. You also... Uh, wanted to talk about, uh, what is it, uh, that Hung Lee thing that was happening. I did. I wanted to mention Hung. He sent out his schedule for August last night. Yeah. Um, lying in bed, reading a book, ping, in it comes, as usual, along with your 100 million messages. And <laughs> uh, the 21st of August, he's doing a Comcast of the beauty bias, hiring in the era of video. And I think with all the bias and everything that we've got going on already, uh, mm-hmm. do we need to add this? I, yeah, obviously it's going to evolve. How are we going to eliminate this bias as well when we're always talking about diversity and inclusion? So why is this coming up now? Because just because we're seeing people on video, we've interviewed people face-to-face for years. I'm glad it is coming up. Mm. Uh, but but why is this something that's coming up now? Is it, it? Do you think that video makes this just a bigger perspective issue? I think it does. I also think it's coming up now because we are all trapped in our homes and we're relying on seeing each other on Zoom and uh, Teams and everything else. So I think people are now gravitating towards the use of video a lot quicker than what they normally would. And I do think that it's like we get so many bias through name and cultural differentiation that throwing this in it's just another one that i think we can miss out on some good talent purely because of the way somebody looks and by not looking at the qualifications some people would ask what's too far are we going too far is somebody being you know being born good looking this or, or hot is is that is that too far uh you can't change genetics unless no. you're kardashian well it, but you can't change genetics with skin color either right no. so i i totally understand that but i mean it's like is there a too far there might not be but is there too far i don't know i can't answer that question i think we it's going to happen and we need to work out how to get past the bias but also it's Mm. a whole new uh revenue streams coming up here where media companies are going to be pitching to people to do their online cvs and there's a whole Uh, new revenue stream coming up there to the next event before i get myself in trouble summer to evolve i was uh online today with elaine orler and uh peter claire that's the job event and we were talking about pretty much i guess you can say paraphrasing how to make sure that your onboard doesn't suck and my question to you is have you ever been onboarded to a company and it not suck no absolutely not never happened i think we are starting to understand from an experience standpoint that hr sucks at experience and and really we're taking way too many shortcuts yeah pretty much that's it like too many shortcuts nothing's prepared on the first day giving someone a laptop and a login's not exactly uh, saying hey welcome <laughs> Exactly. So if you want to check out how to make onboarding not suck, much like everything else that we talk about with regard to experience, like applying for a job, go to summer2evolve.com. You can see uh, obviously the content that we did today, video content, and there are weeks of content from before free of charge. I don't know if if I said that before, but people like free. They do like free actually. 
I'm just writing all of this down because I want to go and see this. <laughs> August 27th, I'll be speaking and moderating a panel at a digital event, go figure, COVID times. It's called Recruitment Hackers, and it's by our friends over at Talk. Bush. Are you familiar with Talk Bush? Not particularly. You said before that they're Asia Pack, but I think they might be more Asia than Pack. I, I think they might be more Asia than Pack, and it might be because that's where the money's at. I don't know. It could be. Uh, the event is focused on optimizing recruitment for a remote workforce. Go figure. Uh, you can go to recruitmenthackers.events. All right, Lawrence, so you have a tease for us in the events area. I do. I have a couple, actually. What? A couple? I know. I know. Who knew I would come with the goods today? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I spoke with Andrea Kirby yesterday from the recruitment events company here in Australia and New Zealand, and Uh she does have a webinar coming out on the 13th of August here with Smart Recruiters, and it's a build a business case for TA transformation, and Jerome Tiernick is actually hosting it for us. So that will be a great one to jump on with. But she's also got some really interesting news coming up next week that she's going to announce. She's keeping her cards close to her chest on this one. So I I think we're all waiting with bated breath to see what Andrea comes out with next week. I won't tell anybody. Go ahead. Just tell me. I'm sure you won't. Whisper. I know. But I know that this is recording. So, no. Piss off. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) All right. All right. It's going to take more than a news article text to me in the middle of the night to get my secrets. (laughs) There was more than one news text. Okay, at the middle of the night. I said several, okay? So that's the kind of romance I bring to this relationship. Winning. Business insider articles, right? That being said, let's go ahead and hit those topics. Oh. Wow, we're going to go big today, aren't we? Indeed, virtual interviewing. This site, it was funny. Somebody sent this to me and it was in Business Insider and I, I thought, okay, I thought Indeed already had this. Uh, I did but, too. <laughs> but last week, uh, we were talking about Indeed, quote unquote, and doing air quotes, partnering with Glassdoor. And by partnering, we mean suffocating. This week, Indeed launches virtual interviewing to their events product. Again, it doesn't seem like much to me because it's just on their hiring events. Are are you guys familiar with in I know you're familiar with Indeed because they're like the number two yeah. site in Australia. Do they are they pushing the hiring events really hard in Australia? Uh, they are pushing a little bit, not as hard as you guys are getting it. Uh, as we were having a chat earlier off air, like they are number two in Australia and coming up quite quickly. The number one site here is our local job on Seek here is um, the biggest one. But as we were chatting off air before we went live here, it's just I can't see Seek remaining on top for much longer. This is my prediction. Uh, just, they changed their pricing model at the start of the year and brought some of the pricing for the bigger agencies up to level where everyone else was paying as they were paying some uh-huh. amazingly cheap price from when they first began or when time began, whichever was first. And, um, yeah, it, they are now twice as much to put an ad out on Seek than it is on Indeed. So I think Indeed will overtake them here in Australia very soon. All right, message to Seek. Don't be stupid. You give Indeed a window of opportunity. You might want to ask Monster and Career Builder how that worked for them. And Glassdoor. Uh, <laughs> 
it, it didn't. Yes. Well, yeah. So here's a little, little insight from their website. Quote, Indeed hiring events, virtual interviewing technology combines video conferencing capabilities with a virtual lobby or waiting room for candidates that mimics the experience of an actual event for job seekers. Now, so what they're saying here is, let's take that the horrible part of in real life hiring and replicate that suck online. Masterful. Way to fuck up the whole prospect of a great experience indeed. Good job. Well, they're just going to carry that on over to their onboarding experience. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. But they did do something I think that could work hopefully on their side, more of a pro this week. They're on the road to acquiring Zap Info. So luckily that new sucky UX is not the uh, the big story, I think, for Indeed this week. Are you familiar with Zap Info at all? Familiar with them and other products like that, uh, the whole scraping of info and everything off the internet, which is, yeah. I'm, I'm quite curious. I was looking at Zap Info yesterday and how are they going to work with their partners out there now if they're going to be very much well owned by Indeed? That's that's always the hard question, right? I think we're seeing that with Click IQ. I think we're seeing, oh, I'm sorry, Indeed IQ. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. And I think, you know, overall, uh, this could be a short-term fix to a long-term problem. Indeed, uh, mm. I mean, and this is well-known, is an island. I mean, they, they pretty much do their own thing their own way and fuck everybody else. Uh, the problem right. is the, the whole deep integration to getting uh, contacts and information from a database into their applicant tracking system or CRM. So I see Doug Berg, who is a serial entrepreneur, friend of the show, CEO and mastermind of Zap Info. He's sold uh, companies like techies.com, jobs to web, mm. my alerts, and then he got back into this space and now he looks like he's he's selling Zap Info, which is a, a recruitment automation tool that, you know, again, I, I think this was a good time for him to sell. Great timing, actually. Sell up in COVID and go buy an island. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he made that much off of it. I mean, Doug's a smart guy, not to mention uh, he has plenty of other acquisitions to be able to work off of. <laughs> Branson might sell his island cheaply. He, he might, yeah. Or, or one of the islands to his island. <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this up. I know Indeed says Zap Info will be provided as an added value to recruiters using Indeed. Yeah. But we've also heard inklings of recruit holdings wanting to focus on what they do best and that's staffing. I would see Zap integrated into Hired, their staffing product behind the scenes as well. So to end this whole Zap acquisition wrap, I believe privacy laws and the economy forced Doug into this move and good for him, man. Uh, he's smart and he knows when to sell. Pretty much. As we're talking about acquisitions, we've got to gloss over this one real quick. CareerBuilder sold Creera.gr, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's K-A-R-E-I-R-A dot G-R. Mm. Uh, here's a, the quick and easy of the story, and nobody should be surprised. CareerBuilder's CareerGR, it's a Greek job site that was sold back, I believe, to its original owners. As I was reading this, it felt like, you know, this is one of those college kids trashed an Airbnb and then the owners come back to a wreck. <laughs> 
the original owners sell it to these college kids at Career Builder, and then they come back. It's like, ah, oh, I got to clean this <laughs> shit up. It doesn't seem like much other than Career Builder trying to get rid of shit that they really don't need. What, what do you think? I think pretty much that's it. It's a garage sale. <laughs> but something that's not a garage sale, and it has been big as we've talked about it here in the US, is Google for Jobs. They've added a markup for work from home jobs. Are you guys seeing Google for Jobs do anything in Australia? Not really. It hasn't really come to light here because we're such a small market population wise. It's the two big job boards being Seek and Indeed uh, really got a hold on it here. And we're not going to be a much of a big money spinner for Google jobs down here until they sort of finish fighting out and see who's going to be winner. I think it's interesting to see what Google does as they kind of tiptoe through antitrust. Mm. Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, how the Aussies are setting the content benchmark with Google and Facebook. We will be right back. Nope. Nah, not for me. All these jobs look the same. Uh, next. This is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs. Just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching building a connection and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's join us at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> so, so Reuters, and this is this is this is your story. You want to take this one? This is a oh, great story. Oh, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Okay, yeah, tell me okay. about it. So, Australia will force U.S. tech giants Facebook, Alphabet's, Google to pay for Australian media outlets for news content in a landmark move to protect independent journalism. God, we're fighting for independent journalists, aren't we? <laughs> oh, gosh, we're such leaders in the pack here. Apparently. Apparently we are. So I don't know how this has come about, to be honest. I've got a fair inkling that a couple of weeks ago in the media down here, we are Bauer Media, who own quite a few magazines, have actually shut printing of eight uh, magazines permanently in Australia. Wow. So we're not going to have an Aussie edition. So I'm wondering if this has come off the back of that because we're going to be losing uh, our editions of Men and Women's Health, uh, I think Harper's Bazaar, Elle Magazine, um, In Style, New Weekly, Good Health, a lot. So there's quite a few there, even OK Magazine. Though 
we will no longer have Australian specific editions of those. We will be looking at the UK and the US stuff from now on. So that's, I mean, those are physical magazines. What yeah. about the online versions? Will they still have online versions with content? They will have a few online versions of that, but it's going to pro- predominantly not be Australian content. So oh, okay. I'm wondering if our government have just jumped on to the back of that, wondering yeah. if we are try and keep a few things alive down here because so many people in marketing and journalism cut their teeth on some of those magazines. Right. We've seen this before because this Mm. is a royalty style system. This is content being provided by media companies and Google and Facebook are using the hell out of it. Uh, This quote is coming from uh, Politico. There is a fundamental bargaining power imbalance between news media businesses and the major digital platforms, partly because news businesses have no option but to deal with the platform, aka Mm. monopolies, and uh, they have little ability to negotiate over payment for their content or other issues. I I see this as definitely a content play. There's there's no question. But mm. Google made a very good point in saying that the regulation ignores that they send billions of clicks to Australian news publishers. So if Google and Facebook remove the content or if they if they actually drive it down in the organic content or what have you, isn't that going to hurt? Australian publishers, online publishers? I think you're right. It probably will hurt them. Uh, But let's see how this plays out because I think uh, our communications and media authority usually do have a pretty onto this sort of stuff so no one can actually Mm. dominate. So we don't have too much of a monopoly on one area. But it'll be interesting to see how they're going to do that. It's like they're trying to make them pay tax for years and they haven't. Yeah. Well, well, in in Germany, Axel Springer actually decided to allow the firm to publish their content for free after a drop in traffic with the snippets no longer showed in Google News. So I think what's going to have to happen and what sounds like is happening in Australia is that Australia is not going to allow the downgraded search results, the delisting to happen if they're going to operate in Mm. that country. So uh, we'll definitely pay attention to this. I think this is there is that power imbalance that they're talking about is true. It is there. In this case, I mean, government is 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 really coming hard Mm. to try to force balance. That's true. So let's watch this space and see what happens. I want to know as an American, your experience with the Trump presidency. Oh, pass me a beer. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, from an outsider looking in, you guys yes. are fucked. Your supreme leader, Donald, mm-hmm. um, he's, oh, my God, I, I can't believe this. Out of want of choice, people refused to vote for Hillary and this dickhead got in. It's just we're watching what's going on over there. You guys are totally and utterly screwed, denying what's happening with the pandemic. You don't have universal health care. Uh, your poverty line for a first world nation is just unbelievable, really unbelievable. The, the, that gap between the one percenters and the rest of the Americans is just growing by the day. Uh, can you? I just urge everyone out there in America to go out and vote, please, because what you do affects the rest of the world. Well, that being said, I'm going to take it back to something that is with less social impact, TikTok. 
<laughs> That's saying if you're not a millennial. No, no, no. Here's 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 my point though. Here's my point. Everything you just said is exactly where we should be focusing. Okay, we should be focusing on all of these inequities in in the broadening of the wealth gap, right? And trying to redistribute funds so that you know, like fifteen percent or so of our uh, working population is seen as the working poor, which that is ridiculous. How can you be a working poor? You should be able to live if you are working. Exactly, but 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 Donald wants to wants to ban TikTok. And again, this, these are the things that we're focusing on in this country instead of the things that you brought up right out of the gate, right? The things that actually matter mm. to impact Americans every single day. And it's not just impacting Americans. Let, let's be real here. It's impacting the global economy. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. The whole balance <laughs> of power in the last three years, nearly four years, has globally has shifted. America is no longer the leader you're looking at europe they're moving away from data centers that are owned by amazon and everything like that and keeping it local now a lot of the european governments are doing that you're looking at uh everyone looking at different resources around the world that they don't have to go to america for it's time that you're coming back to an equal standing america you're no longer the leading superpower Cold War is dead and done. Again, what I'm hearing, not just from Australia, but from all over the world, and oh, a yeah. lot of that has to do with optics, right? Whether whether people are talking about the amount of money that's actually generated or made here, it's a huge difference between the social disparity, et cetera, et cetera. But it's interesting that Microsoft in this whole TikTok conversation mm. jumps in. And this is, this is uh, from TechCrunch. And one of the crazier news stories... Donald Trump said during a media availability event that in order for the U.S. government to sign off on a potential Microsoft TikTok deal, a very substantial portion of that price is going to have to come into the U.S. Treasury. Can you imagine? Mafia standover tactics. It, it is a mafia bribe, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yes. Dictator Trump um, is basically saying if you want any business to happen here, you need to pay the government off. Sorry, what banana republic do you live in again? Exactly. So again, kids, don't forget to vote in in uh, November. And uh, we're going to take another break because I have to. I, I have to take a, a, a deep breath and we'll come back and we'll talk about wild.ai and how you can leverage your menstrual cycle. I know it's breakfast beer time. This summer, Jobbite wants you, you and you to join hundreds, thousands, millions. Okay. Maybe just thousands of recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition professionals. For a summer you won't soon forget. It's Jobbite Summer to Evolve. The Summer to Evolve is a 12-week series of free content to help recruiters brush up on their skills. Learn from industry thought leaders. And see how technology can help them improve, automate, and evolve their recruiting efforts. There will be a chance to share tips and ideas with your peers. And we may even have some surprises for you along the way. I love surprises. So visit thesummertoevolve.com to register for the Summer to Evolve sessions that suit your needs. Pique your interest or float your vote. Because starting June 16th, it's the summer to evolve the way you attract, engage, hire, onboard, and retain talent. Job bite. Recruit with purpose. Hire with confidence. That's right. So 
Before we talk about wild AI, you live in Victoria, right? That's correct. Live in the lovely city of Melbourne. Okay, so we've heard, obviously New Zealand is like the standard, but we've heard nothing but good things about how Australia is handling COVID. But you're locked down again. What the hell is going on? Shit, shit, shit. Okay, well, we had a bit of a balls up actually, uh, in Victoria, the Uh security companies that were hired by the state government to manage the quarantined hotels as people were flying in uh, Uh decided that they were going to outsource their uh, security once they got the jobs. And they outsourced it to uh, some quite low-level security companies that didn't really go through induction, didn't really enforce anything. And it was a bit of a joke. Um, It's actually quite a scandal here because apparently one security guard exchanged sex for a trip to (laughs) 7-Eleven with somebody who was in lockdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's laughable. It is like a Benny Hill comedy sketch, I'm telling you now. It's just, and people here are shaking their heads. So, of course, then it started uh, a transmission wave here in Victoria of person, uh-huh. to person which we never had because all of our cases had come in from overseas. So right. we are now in lockdown 2.0 in Victoria. Uh, borders are closed, state borders. The army is out. It is quite quite severe because we should be open up as a country right now if this hadn't have happened. Uh, we're probably going to estimate a quarter of a million people are going to lose their jobs in Victoria over the next six weeks. Wow. Um, we're going to have quite a few businesses go bankrupt. It's a real wait and see moment. Um, I wish I had a thought of it earlier, but I came up with the idea last night. I should have left the bloody state a week ago and just moved to Sydney for a couple of months. But anyway, a bit late on that bright idea. So is Victoria the only hotspot right now yep. in Australia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're contact tracing it back to this issue where yeah. they, they allowed a bunch of uh, hot COVID people to just kind of roam around and – Yep, all came from that one thing. So, of course, then we've got some bright – anti-maskers yeah we've got some foil hat wearers here as well not as many as you guys have but um i think your guys inbreed a lot more than ours but we do have a few of those dickheads and because they uh were fragrantly flaunting and being stupid on social media about it all it's pushed us into stage four lockdown instead of a stage three and uh yeah well done to those minority people out there who have fucked it up royally for the rest of us. Oh, well, yes. So in Victoria, it sounds like a, a mini United States. Hopefully, you're not going to have um, yeah. the per capita kind of death toll that uh, that obviously we're experiencing because we no. want to focus on how freedom works, which means I can choose not to wear a mask and be a dickhead. I haven't looked at your numbers today over there, but I think you're going to be – Oh, about 160,000 deaths now in America. So that just uh, amazes me that the anti-mask movement or everything that's happening over there that people are not realizing and at a federal level it just the world is sitting back going what the fuck it's leadership yeah i I did read about five or six of your state governors uh sort of banding together to buy bulk tests and try and get on this sort of stuff and try and lead a uh state by state testing regime because there's nothing coming no leadership's coming out of federal 
at all. Little guidance, let alone now, little guidance. I'm wrong here, but I was reading like a couple of months ago that your medical system really can't cope with any more than about a million people getting sick um, before it'll totally and utterly implode. I'm glad you brought this up. So when you're talking about healthcare in a capitalism uh, or a capitalist type of uh, infrastructure, Ooh. what capitalist type of healthcare is built for is day-to-day without the big blow-up of uh, emergency, pandemic, so on and so forth. The reason being is we are incredibly efficient eh, to an extent. Uh, We only have so many beds because we know how many we need, but we don't know how many we need when there's a pandemic, right? So when we think about capitalism, the way it works in corporate America and how efficiency in no, zero to no waste. Well, zero to no waste in healthcare means uh, no open beds, right? Mm. And making sure that we have just enough beds and then not too many because that's that's an overage. That's a major fault of capitalism, which is another reason why we need to look at uh, more government control on the healthcare side. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, your nation would have to be one of the only first world nations that does not have some form of healthcare for their people. Yes. The mentality of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, the confusion of socialism and communism, which is, I think, a Cold War era overflow. uh, It just, I just can't believe it. Cannot believe it. Like healthcare should be a right as a taxpayer, like roads and water and electricity. As a human being, whether Mm. it's a taxpayer or not. But yeah, it's hard to pull yourself up by your bootstraps when you don't even have boots. Okay. Last story. This is this is for you. And it's not really a story. It's just basically a question. I have to set you up for this. So, so freaking funny. Matt Buckland was on Twitter and he posted a job for a company by the name of wild.ai. And, and I looked at the URL and I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. I, I want to check it out. I've never been to the site before. So I jumped on the site and it's a training app for women. And my parting question to you is, does their slogan work for you? And their slogan is, turn your menstrual cycle into an unfair advantage. Does that, does that work for you? Does that make you want to download the app right now? Now I know where I'm going wrong in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that tagline is, um, yeah, interesting tagline. It doesn't really say, well, okay, I'm going to tick on that one. What, what happens after I go to menopause? <laughs> I have no clue. I, I have no clue, but... I had a look at the website and uh, uh-huh. I was saying something about 3% of sports is only uh, sport medicine and everything is spent on women, the rest is spent on men, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think that that's also showing a wage disparity in a different sector. But really? I, okay, it'd be interesting to see how it unfolds. <laughs> I, I think we're on top of this and I don't need an app to tell me how to do it. <laughs> So I, I want to know, I, and we have to dive in and do a little bit more research, but we have to figure out who actually developed this app. I bet it's a, a couple of uh, nerdy dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, we out. Yeah, we're out. This has been way too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to podcast with Chad and Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting, they talk about technology, but most of all, they talk about nothing. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today 
on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We out. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.